Then Yahweh said to Noah, Enter the ark, you and all your household. Noah did all that Yahweh commanded. Then the rain came upon the earth. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Genesis is the book of beginnings, of generations, of origins. It covers a timeline from the creation of all things to the death of Joseph. So about 2,200 years. Yesterday, our text was from Genesis chapter 9, and I mentioned then that the covenant Yahweh made with Noah made it clear that his first gospel promise of a Redeemer to come is secure and sure, the promise he made in Genesis 3.15. Yahweh's plan of redemption cannot be thwarted, and the covenant promise with Noah and all creation, like all other Old Testament covenants, points to King Jesus. Today, we are reminded, Genesis, like all other Old Testament books, also points to and reveals for us King Jesus. Hear now from Genesis chapter 7, verses 13 through 23. On this very day, Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every fowl, every winged creature. So they came to Noah into the ark by twos of all flesh in which was the breath of life. And those that entered, male and female of all flesh, entered as God had commanded him, and Yahweh closed it behind him. Then the flood came upon the earth for forty days, and the water multiplied, and lifted up the ark, so that it rose above the earth. And the water prevailed, and multiplied greatly upon the earth, and the ark went on the surface of the water. And the water prevailed more and more upon the earth, so that all the high mountains under all the heavens were covered. The water prevailed fifteen cubits higher, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh that moved on the earth breathed its last, that is, birds and cattle and beasts, and every swarming thing that swarms upon the earth, as well as all mankind, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the Spirit of life, of all that was on the dry land, died. Thus he blotted out every living thing that was upon the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things, and to birds of the sky, and they were blotted out from the earth, and only Noah remained, and those that were with him in the ark. So yesterday we looked at Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives and all of the animals coming out of the ark. Today we have a passage describing their going into the ark. And our text, like many others that we have recorded for us in Genesis, allows us to see Jesus. In Genesis 3.15, we see that it is Jesus who reverses the curse of sin. 
He is the seed of the woman who crushes the serpent's head. In the passage that we're in now, really in Genesis chapters 6 through 9, the flood narrative, we see it's Jesus who rescues us from the wrath of Yahweh. If we went up to Genesis chapter 22, we would recognize that Jesus is the lamb of sacrifice, the one that Yahweh would provide for himself. In chapter 24, we see Isaac, one of the few Old Testament saints who had but one wife, he had his bride chosen for him by his father. And we know that Jesus has only one bride. It's the church. And it was chosen for him by his father. And then, of course, the last quarter of the book of Genesis is the story about Joseph. And in it, we clearly see Jesus Christ, Jesus who preserves a people, his elect from every tongue, tribe, and nation. In our text today, we should recognize the connection between the ark and Christ. There was only one way of salvation from the flood. That was to be in the ark. There is only one way of salvation from the wrath of God. That is to be in Christ, who is the way. There was only one way to enter the ark, through the door. There is only one way to be united to Christ, and that is through faith. And Christ is the door. It was Yahweh's power and grace that brought and kept Noah and all the others safely in the ark. It is by grace alone we are brought to saving faith in Christ and kept in him for eternity. Finally, when the door of the ark was shut, there were no second chances. And when Christ comes again to judge the living and the dead, it will be too late to repent and believe. If we truly meet it when we say, Sir, we wish to see Jesus, we will search the scriptures, beginning in Genesis, to see the glories of our Lord and Savior. The scriptures, Old Testament and New Testament, beginning in the book of beginnings, bear witness about Jesus, the only one in whom is eternal life. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.